1: Goodbye, University.
2: Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining us for our master's group call for November. It's an interesting topic that I got this month for us to play with when this inspiration came early, early in the month. You know, I don't get too excited when they come that early because they often change at the last minute, take it too seriously. And this one didn't come with very much specificity. It was pretty vague, and I was like, well, I'm going to need more than that. And I didn't get much more than that, and yet it was clear this is what it was. So our topic today is going to include a lot of room for you to interpret what uh, what it means for you. All right, and I'll just jump in with what I've got. Actually, I want to say hello to everyone who's here before we do, since I didn't get to you. I was all trying to get my neighbor's dog in the house. (laughs) The neighbor's dog is safely in my house, in case anyone's wondering. Amina's tuned in. Amina, could we get a hello from you? Hello, hello. So glad you could make it. I'm looking forward to hearing you on our topic tonight. Amina's like, I don't know what our topic is tonight. I I, I didn't know
3: if I should say anything else, but I'm specifically tuned in because I'm a treasure map. It sounds like fun. I have no idea what it means,
2: but I'm excited. (laughs) Me either. No, me either, Amina. That's two of us. And Ming's here as well. Thank you, Ming. Yes, good to be here. Good, because I need some highly intuitive people contributing to our call tonight. Um, Meg's here. Hello, Meg. Hi there. Can I just oh, I say,
4: I love I love the email. I was like, oh, thank God. I get to
2: talk to Masters of Creation today. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Right on. Thank you for joining us. And is that Tom that I see dialed in?
0: Yes, it is. Hello, everyone.
2: Yay. Yay. So we got some big magic on our call tonight. And who's here from Washington? Callie from Seattle. Callie. Hello.
5: I know. I was the same way today. I was like, oh, score email. I was like, we got a call tonight? Nice.
2: So perfect, perfect timing. So thank you. Thanks everyone for reading your email <laughs> and for sharing your thoughts tonight. Because I just kept clearly getting, I um, kept getting the sense that you might understand this subject better than I did, and we might each have a different take on it. So I want us to have lots of openness for personal interpretation. So. What I was getting very strongly was that we each have our own treasure map, a personal treasure map. We each have one, and that that treasure map it it's, it outlines our whole lives. It's it's everything is contained in this treasure map. And I'd like you to start imagining what your treasure map might look like, because I got very clear instruction that we each have one. Maybe yours includes, I was thinking, well, what? so what would be on someone's treasure map? And I thought, well, it might include things like resources, like what, the sorts of advantages that we have in navigating this life. It might be, for some people, it might be like your curiosity or your experience or your studies. It might be your network, your connections. It might be, maybe it's your location. I don't know. Maybe your your ancestry or your lineage or your DNA, <laughs> like those of us who come from long lines of witches or leaders or disruptors and boy i think a couple you could be all three of those things (laughs) or maybe maybe one of your resources is it's the astrology or the key players in your life i don't know but that might be on your map i was also thinking what might be on our map is our skills and as i'm talking about this i just want you to start imagining what your map is and and i'll ask you to share if anyone cares to but i was thinking it might also include like our skills when I was thinking about the skills of the people in this group, I know that some of you are are exceptional at growing harmony and diffusing tension. Um, some of you I think you're pros at upsetting the apple cart, like being willing to break the rules in favor of what wants to be and and some are really good at seeing through the situation and feeling the truth of things. Some of you just have have an exceptional voice for communicating or An open heart, Um, I know definitely more than a couple of you have that. And I know it, it, it could be a variety of things. We could have skills with technology or animal connection or meditation skills or an ability to inspire others, but I think that's part of what's on our treasure map as well. So notice what might be there for you in that area. And then I think our treasure map obviously includes our desires. If it's a treasure map, certainly it's got our treasure on it whether that's treasure we've already manifested or treasure we are working towards. I think that it might include past, present, and even future desires on our map. And I think that there isn't just one pot of gold. The whole map is littered with rainbows and pots of gold everywhere, and it probably includes things like good health and rewarding relationships and purposeful work and enjoyment of life in the particular ways that we each like to enjoy it most, whatever that looks like for us. I think that's certainly part of it. And also a map, it's got not just, you know, where we're going, but also also where we've been. So our contrast, our past experiences that have made us who we are and taught us what we know, everything that's inspired those desires, that's certainly got to be part of it. So I'm hoping you're starting to get an idea of what your map look like. But I'd like to ask you, what makes this treasure map yours? How would someone know that it belongs to you? Like if it got posted online (laughs) anonymously, what would make everyone know that that was your treasure map? Because I think when when I got the signal, the instruction, we each have our own personal map. It was personal was emphasized. So I was wondering, okay, if, if, if a stranger was looking at mine, how would they know it was Jeanette's? Mine's probably got nature spirits all over it. It's probably blue and purple. It might have a beer circle in the upper corner, or maybe it's from my kombucha, I don't know. But it's used. It's been handled. It's been navigated. It's not a pristine document that hasn't seen the light of day. It's been trampled a little bit in daily life. That's kind of what I imagine mine looks like. I'd like you to think about what yours looks like. And then I would like you to think about where you are on your map in your present-day reality? Where are you in this thing? The other day, I I think I posted this in the forum. I, I had a realization as I was running myself through my numbers. I do an I am statement. You guys have heard my I am statement. And then I've been running myself through the numbers of my life that matter because I'm, over, I'm consciously overriding old set points that say, this is how it is for me. So I have a beautiful set of numbers that I just run myself through to acclimate to the new numbers. Okay, as I was doing it, um, I, oh, actually, I don't think I did post this I, as I, as I, there was one day when I recognized I run through those numbers and I'm mentally comparing them to the real ones. Okay. This is not how that's like putting on the gas and the brakes at the same time. Like I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's sure what I'm shooting for, but this is where I'm at. And I was mentally tracking that gap in my mind. That's not my best way to do this. I'm sure I'm still making some sort of progress, but I can do way, way, way better than that. So I, st- I was like, no, Jeanette, there's no real numbers to take into consideration here. These are your real numbers. Own it. There's nothing to compare them to. This is how it is for you. And when I, when I, when I did that consciously, it, I could feel the shift in it. And after I did that, what I noticed was then, then when I ran through my numbers, I felt locked and loaded and ready to go. Like, I felt like it was such a done deal. It's like, in the, it, I had this, it felt like an analogy of buying a car. Like, I'd gone to the dealership, I'd picked out my car, I'd signed the paperwork, they'd pulled it up out front, she was ready to go, they gave me the keys, I'm in the driver's seat, the paperwork's all signed, the door's closed, the window's down, they're saying goodbye as I'm ready to drive off, and I'm buckling up, like, just that last thing to do, just clicking it in, clicking the seatbelt into the buckle. That's how close I was to this, and that's where I felt like with my numbers. I'm right there at the very end. It's practically done. These are not new; they're not even. It's not even that they're within reach. They're practically done. And that's a different analogy than the treasure map one we're playing with tonight. But I'd like you to check in with where you feel like you're at in your treasures, in your lifetime treasures on this map. Are you on the border, like completely off the grid, or are you in the game, having fun with it? Are you standing on top of, like, the biggest treasure of all on this map, but it's under your feet and you feel like it's on the other end of the world so far away. Or are you, like, happily digging the sand? You found the chest and you're digging it out. Or maybe you're not even digging it out. Maybe the, you're letting the ocean water uncover it for you, so you're not even doing the work. It's just being revealed to you. Or maybe you've got five treasures in each hand already. You've already dug them out and you're enjoying them fully, maybe. I don't know where you're at, but I'd like you to consider where are you at Where are you at? I really like that thought. And I'm also wondering, how well do you know your treasure map? Like, does this come to life for you pretty easily? Do you have your map memorized? Do you feel comfortable navigating it? Or does it feel like you're reading something written in a foreign language? Or maybe it feels like you forgot where you put your map. You don't even know where to go, which drawer to pull it out of. So how well do you know your map? That's another question I had for you tonight. And then and then this was a fun one spirit said what's the message that's written to you on the bottom of your treasure map can you see down there a little box at the bottom it's a secret message written just to you have you read it you might want to look closely and see if you can see what it says i i don't know if it's a message from our guides or it's from our from our higher self to our self i don't know Maybe yours is signed. Maybe it'll say who it's from. I don't know, but I'd like you to look and see what yours says. Mine came really quickly when when I asked myself that question. These are just some of the ways I'd like for us to start exploring our personal treasure map. But my, I want to hear what's coming up for you guys. But mostly what I want to say is my point with this call is to invite you to recognize that You've got a treasure map of your own. We each do. It's just for you, and it's a guide for your best life. It shows the pitfalls and the players and the different paths and the helpers and the possibilities. It shows everything, and you can do whatever you like with your treasure map. You can keep it tucked away, safe and sound and out of sight, out of mind, or you can use it. You can use it. This this is where the juice is. You can use your map to navigate yourself into the territory you're wanting to cover, the territory that you might not have dared to go unless you knew you had a, ma- a map to take you there. Like, you know, there are some places we might not feel capable of traversing without really qualified help, like a good guide, maybe the adventures and the escapades and the enterprises, the the daring travails and the heights and the glory and the beautiful places and the big mountains and the beautiful caves and the pretty paths. It really felt to me like spirit wanted us to know, there's no reason to, back because we've got maps, <laughs> we got the maps, and there are beautiful and amazing places for us to go that we aren't venturing into as well as we could, because we're being really, when I, when I tuned in, like, because we're being what, the answer I got was, so 3D, it's like we're being so 1980s, when we're here to usher in not just a whole new century, a whole new dimension, a whole new dimension, So the the main message I got around this was that there's no reason for us to hold back because we have the maps. And we're capable of more than we've been embracing. So I think it's time for us to stop playing it safe because we got all the tools, all the resources right at our fingertips. Stop thinking we need anything else. We're good to go right now as is. And this is the time. This is the place. It's time for us to make the most of it. And I really feel strongly like our, our inner guidance will lead us through our maps. Or Maybe it's that our inner guidance is the map. I don't know. But I, I also clearly got that I didn't get the complete message of the Spirit about why we're talking about treasure maps. So that's why I want to invite you to tune in and listen for yourself. Like what does this – those of you who said, oh, I read the subject in the email and really, I didn't want to miss this call – what about it drew you to the idea of a treasure map, a personal treasure map that might be for you to discover for yourself rather than for me to share? So please be open to what your wise, intuitive self knows about this that I haven't clued into yet. I'd love, love, love to hear any thoughts from you guys. I'm reading some of your comments in chat room. Amena's got her message. Are you going to share, or is it private?
3: No, no, it's to- I totally put it out there. It's an adventure. Enjoy the experience.
2: Oy. Right on, right on. Who's <laughs> worked like with that. adventures with Amina? I like me. Of course. <laughs> mm. So, Amina, is there an adventure in your life that you haven't? approached yet, or that you haven't said yes to yet, or maybe there's a new one that you feel like you've, a brand new one that you're excited about? Where do you feel like in your own life you are with adventure?
3: Well, so this is what's interesting. My, my map was like, somehow i got the Harry Potter Magruder map looking thing. And wow. so what is not part of Harry Potter, but somehow related in my mind, was um, my map keeps changing. So...
2: Ooh, right on. Which is
3: That's very... Dynamic. Yeah, it's very in line with me where I'm like, oh, this is what's happening next, and here's where I'm going, and then and it's kind of like sketched out, and then you see all this like erased erased lines and like these brand new lines, like new tunnels and new um, bridges that I didn't even think were on the map that were that was on the map. So I feel like it's definitely everything about what my map looked like seemed like it was an adventure from things that now were so long ago that they seem like like they're not a quote-unquote big deal anymore. But, like, when I reflected on them on the map, I was like, oh, yeah, that was back then. That was, like, a huge adventure. Um, So I feel like that energy is definitely on the map. And what I saw um, in my past were some, like, metric terrain, mountains. Uh, That, to me, was a contrast to things that I overcame. And what's mapped out now is um, smooth elevation, so it goes up, Ooh. but it's not like the terrain going up. Uh, yeah. So, and, and, and there's definitely a sense of all the adventures building on. You know, everything's kind of leading up to the next adventure, which is why I think the message it's an adventure and enjoy the experience. Right on. It's not about getting someplace. It's just about
2: the experience of it. You know what? I, what appeals to me most about yours that I might borrow from my own map is that um, it isn't static. It, it's got a magical component, like a changeable, flexible, anything goes kind of feel. When you said Harry Potter, and um, and, and I just imagined as you were describing it that it's dynamic. This thing is it's real time changing. <laughs> I really love the idea that it isn't just set in stone. This is what it is. One document that's the same forever, but that uh, it changes, it moves. It's editable, <laughs> right? And
3: and it reveals itself to me. I think it's a real feeling. Like it's uh, not about knowing every part of it and then sure. just walking it. About the the enjoyment of the journey.
2: Very cool. Thank you for sharing. I like that. Ming, you got a pretty clear message as well. Do you want to share about yours?
6: Yeah. Or any yeah, other I'm insights
2: sure. you got about your map?
6: Yeah, well, first of all, it was interesting because as you were talking about, I actually didn't read the email <laughs> until like right oh. before the call, so I didn't even get a chance to even think about it. But what came to me is kind of like an Indiana Jones map. <laughs> so hmm. kind of where it, it's like, you know, I don't know, the old, I think when you look at them, they kind of, they move, the pieces kind of move. And I think like last night, I kind of fell in a hole and I had to get myself back up. <laughs> but, um, I see, uh, when you're talking about desires i see treasures i see of course pots of gold everywhere um i love the color gold so um and then when you were saying um what would my map look like in terms of if, if you didn't know it was mine well, i would have fairies and money and angels and dragons mm, and goddesses that's and how spirit we almost yeah. right then you we would know it was mine the other mm. the other thing that came up that was really clear is i saw a passport and uh, it started to open and on each page, there were stamps and stamps and stamps of all these different places all over the world that I had been. And, um, just, it was just really cool. So it was kind of like a map where I would flip through it and see, cause you were talking about past and present. So it's like, oh yeah, I was there and I was there and I learned this and I learned that. And I, had, you know, I experienced this here. Um, and those, that passport is just like
4: packed,
6: you know? So, um, Wow. Wow. But, yeah. that's um, hmm. The other thing that came up was you we were talking about the car. You know I just got my car, so my car. <laughs> but I love the GPS in my car, right? It's this big dash. It's a GPS. And I love the map because it shows my car in this little circle. And then the guy at the dealer said, follow the blue line, Ming, you know. And so, so you see the blue line, and then it tells you it has, like, all the streets and all it, it does have the terrain, and it has, like, the, there's water on the left side, and I love that map. It's just because it just, you know, shows me where I'm going, where I'm headed, what's coming up next, what's the name of the street, or where's this, you know, whatever it is. So those are those visions that just popped up for me while you were you talking. Know
2: I like that idea as you're going through daily life of just feeling for, okay, where's my blue line here, you know, and mm-hmm. when it's – there's the potential for making turns – like uh where is guidance taking me
6: and mm-hmm.
2: how to how to feel that out and make sure that we are being true to that path because you know we all know that we 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 all know that's how life works best and we also all know the challenge that it is to say yes to whatever feels best because our gremlin has different ideas about what we should be doing and the consequences of not doing those things so it's one thing to be able to spot that blue line, and it's another to have the courage to go where it leads.
6: Yeah.
2: Guest 14 says, interactive responsive GPS that is excited when you change direction to find a different route instead of objecting to it. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, it just reroutes you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Okay, you turn. Very cool. Right on. Um, who else will share? Uh, in, in whether it's what your specific message was or, in general, what the idea of a treasure map means to you. I'd love to hear if anyone's got any thoughts.
0: I have some thoughts. Thank you, Tom. This is Tom. Yeah. Um, you know, you probably heard the story that Subufina Somet tells, um, Melodoma Somme's ex-wife, uh, who came from a small village in Africa, of when a mother... Um, Conceives, she receives a song of her child and she goes to the um, elders and sings that song. I believe this is how it comes down. And then the elders know um, what the child is bringing to the village. And um, so then when the child is born, everyone gathers and they've all learned the song by then and they sing it as the child is born. And then throughout the life of that child, of that person in that village, um, at various initiatory times in their life or if they run into difficulties or celebrations the village gathers around them and sings them their unique song and to me that's sort of what my treasure map is it's like i came in here with a unique greatness and a unique mm-hmm. song to sing mm-hmm. and my treasure map is all of the various ways that i manifest you know like i've recently met a woman who i'm say 95% convinced is going to be my soulmate for the rest of my life or however long we're together. But, um, you know, spending a whole bunch of time with her now, we're constantly talking and talking and looking each other's eyes for hours on end. And, and she wants to know everything about me. And it's a wonderful way to have my treasure map explored because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I get to share with her what are my greatest passions in music and why those have been my passions for so long, you know, and, And then what are my greatest passions on the cutting edge of my ideas about quantum physics or about multiple realities or about um, transforming one's life by moving from 3D to 4D to 5D, you know, like all. And her and I are sharing all these things, so it's a really wonderful thing because there's hardly anything that we don't resonate with in terms of a journey together that we're on and that we've been on our whole lives, each of us individually but now we're together like twin flames and there's that there's that sense of of exploring together this treasure map that it's just so wonderful to feel like i'm i just have this continual opportunity to to go to all the places on my map you know whether it's what i do with my love of music or my love of travel you know where i want to go where she wants to go what we want to do when we get there um you know she's a she's a seminar workshop creator therapist and we want to create things together. And so it brings out all those unique things that I'm passionate about and it puts them in my face, you know, it it makes me see. Plus it's always, it's also bringing out, you know, the greatest wounds I've ever had, you know, and like having to deal with my, with my wounds and realizing that the only way I can move from 3d up to 5d or whatever they call it is, um, is by dealing with these wounds, you know, that those wounds are keeping me, spinning in circles on the 3D level if I don't accept the fact that I'm, I'm, um, I've got that stuff in me, you know, that is actually, it's the, the hurting inside from that little child or whatever it is who was, you know, impacted that way so long ago is actually impacting my ability to move forward on my map, you know, to move forward into all these different lands and realms that I want to go to. And uh, it's wonderful, you know, uh, just to see all the possibilities, you know, from tantric sex to uh, to right. just, you know, cooking amazing meals to, uh, you know, making amazing things with my hands, uh, with our hands. But anyway, you get the idea. What, of
2: well, yeah, what I love about what you're describing, Tom, is the, a sense that everything is our treasure. There aren't like, there isn't anything that's to be ignored or there there isn't anything wrong like and having said that there are parts to be oh integrated a wholeness in order to allow us to be and experience what we're truly capable of it's to get yeah. past whatever we might have thought of or experienced as um failure or limitations or Or anything along those lines
0: just it's just the old the old identities you know that i got this whole thing a channel transmission recently and it was all about you know the those beings of light saying you know look at your old identities and realize what what they are you know that they're really not serving you and um and what's the new identity that you really want you know like like for example in sexuality to move from the old way of making love that i had done for so long into tantric Love making and into that realm of like really embracing the whole woman as a spiritual being, you know, in the way that, that truly you're aligned with that. You know, you're not just operating entirely out of the old sexual paradigms. It's a huge uh, thing, you know?
2: Yeah. As I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, when I ask the question, where are you at in your map? I'm like, Tom's at a fun place in his map.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also super challenging. It's also super challenging, you know, because I'm not, you know i don't i'm not getting everything externally the way i want it but I, it's but but because of that it's bringing up the wounds in me and challenging me to then step into into 5D to step out of my old identity and into this but the new identity requires me to learn new skills it requires me to think new ways it requires me to feel my heart much more than i've ever felt my heart to move from out of my head a whole bunch you know and to see what it's like to just be suspended in that place of of not knowing, you know, and of, of knowing that that my heart is just it has a language of its own, you know, and uh, and I'm not used to speaking that language, and uh-huh. you know, or or what is chi, you know, like how do you how do you move chi throughout your body and and bring it to your head so that you you open up all these new possibilities of who we are as ascending beings you know because mm-hmm. that's what we're going yeah. through ascension so that's part of my map is ascension you know that, and uh,
2: I think that's part of all our maps and I really feel like that's what was what spirit was getting at that our maps me and Ming spoke to it when she came up with the the passport visual that I think this is um a reckoning for our true IDs for our true self to recognize that uh who we really are and what we're capable of. I I don't mm-hmm. exactly know how to put other words around it because I don't think I even grasp it myself. Even certainly not fully. Maybe remotely, but I think that's um. There's some you, you shared some really powerful concepts that are helping me understand why this was a topic for us this month. So thank you, Tom. Mm, thank you. Who Who else is willing to share some insights or thoughts? on this subject with us tonight.
4: This is Meg.
2: Thanks, Meg. I was hoping we would hear from you. I didn't want to call on (laughs) you directly. (laughs) You know,
4: I would have been totally fine if you had.
2: Um, So what I kind of got,
4: similar to Amina, it's a lot, like when you said treasure map, the Marauder's Map from Harry Potter also popped in my head. But mine, but mine is actually interesting. It's kind of um like I played Super Mario Brothers growing up on Nintendo, so I like my map has like a little section where I can power up. Does that make sense? <laughs> I freaking love it! Come on, because you know how you collect like the the extra lives. I mean, if anyone's played it, like you know the mushrooms that make you bigger and the extra (laughs) lives and all that stuff. Um, I swear I did not. I like it, (laughs) but but like that's and like my map changes, so it changes when I open it and ask a question. If that makes sense, Mm,
2: it does. So it's
4: not set. It does have the little power-up sections, um, But, you know, the, it was funny. The one thing that came through first was what my map said. And then my map kind of – so my map actually said, with an open heart, all things are revealed. Wow. So, yeah. So I think that's why my map is not fully um, – it It changes. Because if, cause I think spirit knows if I know too much of what's going to happen ahead, oh. <laughs> I am going
2: to anticipate too much. <laughs> it might not be for your best interest to see it, it in the it,
4: it. it is not my best interest. I mean, it's, it's, that's why I'm laughing, because it's the same way I am when I do races. I never want to know what the course is like, because I know what I'll do. I'll freak <laughs> out about it. It's much better if I don't know. Um, but yeah, I actually... I'll be honest, like, I've never really thought about the treasure map. And the other thing I got is, is, like, I've been asking for kind of what's my next step. And I got, well, here's your map, so stop asking us. <laughs> like, oh, use I your map.
2: It. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So, yeah. Well, and that really speaks to the idea that we are the authors of our own maps, that these weren't, like, assignments handed out randomly, but that um, we're the creators of them and that remembering that, Probably helps us be more effective at whatever we came here for. Mm-hmm. So
4: I really don't have a whole lot of details on my map, other than the power up section, a la you know Super Mario Brothers.
2: And... I feel like that's a <laughs> message we could all take to heart: power up, people. <laughs> I I yeah I felt this this message delivered. It felt like um, not even a call or an invitation, but more of a I'm not going to say demand, maybe an instruction, like step it up, like um, you're capable of more than what you're believing about yourself. And that's an intriguing idea to me. Thank you, Meg, for sharing. i got a lot of inspiration from no that. No problem. There Anyone else tuned in who wants to share thoughts or questions? I'll share. This is Callie. Who is this? Callie. Callie. Thank you. I was hoping we'd hear from you.
5: I hope you can hear me. Okay. I'm on my headset. I'm yes. This these Sounds calls get, for some reason are making me motivated to like clean my desk while I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thing. I think it takes away the thing. Anyway. So I was uh, listening. I had a friend tell me about a new podcast and I wish I can tell you guys what it was. I okay, can't something. Joe Ashel. I think that's his name. I don't know. Um, I think that's right. Anyway, he was interviewing the guy who created Dilbert, the comic strip And I only was able to catch, like, the first 20 minutes of this podcast, but it's, like, it's kind of stuck with me for the last day or so, and when you said something about we all come into this life with, like, our own own pieces that make us us, and their whole thing was, is, like, you come in with a certain set of skills, and those certain set of skills essentially are – the finale piece like they could like people say that you know if you're a great basketball player well you're probably great at five different things that make you a basketball player but it was an interesting topic to think it's like your micro talents I think that's how they described it and I was like that's an interesting way to go about it and what makes you really good at what exactly it is that you do and why we always come with um a certain set of skills I think and how you present it as your own and those are like your micro talents combined. And so it was just kind of an interesting topic. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I'm like, so you can kind of take pieces of what all those good things that you're good at, and they all add up to one great thing. Um, so, know.
2: you know, I want to know, just, or Kona just found Kona's wiki toy. I'm sorry, everyone. Kelly, like oh, okay. you <laughs> know I want to know if you've got a clear idea on your skills. Like on my ideal do. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and I, you know, I, I started thinking about that. I'm like, I'm really good at people. I like people for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a big picture person. So I kind of see things and I'm also, I'm able to visualize things really easily. Um, and as you guys know, I'm a wedding and event planner and designer. And so when brides come to me, like they start talking and like it audit, it, like the whole vision and the whole purpose of what they want to do is created in my head. And so I, don't, I think it's like a million little micro talents, you know, and the fact that I can talk and I'm nice and I'm sweet and I, I have. And creative. A
2: very, I a can't believe I creative. haven't heard creative yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
5: And, I'm like, and creative, but like those yeah. little tiny pieces, but I'm also not stuck in one way of being. So I yeah. think that that helps that you can, it's that busy. there's not just one way. There's multiple, multiple, you know, ways to do everything you want to do. So anyway, I I was thinking about this and I'm like, well, maybe that's my map. Maybe it's it's just finding those micro talents that create one big picture of me. And so maybe you know, that well, is my map.
2: I like that a lot. And, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, too, those micro talents could probably combine in a variety of different ways. You know, it, it might even just not be one big thing, but... A, a variety of them to choose from, but I got goosebumps as you were describing that. So there's no doubt in my mind you're onto something really good with that, and it makes me want to revisit. I didn't I didn't get great things. When I was thinking about what about skills, I had to think of you guys. I could, I, nothing came up for me, so I was thinking of you all when I imagined what our skills might be. But, Callie, you're inspiring me to spend some more time with what mine might be and what those magical combinations um might look like and and again because this feels like it was a it was a call to to step it up higher i guess i kind of want to do that from the perspective of um which ones am i not leveraging fully like which ones am i dismissing or not owning or just taking for granted like what what ones am i playing without that i can bring to the party and um and make it even better That's very cool. Thank you for sharing.
5: Yeah, and thank you for asking, too, because I was like, I don't know what mine are exactly. So it's good. I think it's also nice that somebody else asks you to think, oh, that is a good question, too. So thank you.
2: Yeah, that big picture perspective, boy, that's one I'd sure love to put on my own list. Um, Admire that you've got that one. Okay, um, who else hasn't shared yet? Anyone have anything else to share before we open up the call for just general discussion? Anything going on that anyone wants to talk about at all?
1: So I have a I have a question. This is Karen Love.
2: Oh, Karen's here. How are you, Karen?
1: <laughs> good. How are you? I got in late, and so I'm not sure I understood the whole treasure map thing, but I had some comments, so if you oh, can good,
2: just let's hear. catch
1: yeah. me up real quick on, like, the idea. Well, it behind. was basically...
2: Uh, we're supposed to talk about treasure maps, and Jeanette doesn't know why. <laughs> Did I sum okay. up pretty well, everyone? No, I just got a very clear message. Treasure treasure maps, you each have a personal treasure map. And I was like, yes, and, and not much else came. <laughs> so
1: okay. I was really
2: turning it over to each of us. Like, Spirit says something about treasure maps, whatever you can do with that, rock and roll. So
1: Okay, so I, I have something that came to mind when I was taking my one of my classes for my transpersonal psychology class in the spring, we had to come up with, um, I don't know, there was this meditation practice and it was kind of like a map and it was a freaky dream that I had where I was going down all these paths and I didn't know where I was going. Very unsettling because there were all these like, there was some calm water and then there was this murky water and there was turbulent water and there was just like all these paths, right? And then suddenly, because part of the dream was that you were supposed to have a superpower, so I flew and I sat on a branch. And when I was sitting there, somebody was with me and they said, now look down, sit here with me on this branch and look down. And there were all these other ways around and over the turbulent water. There were people that were stuck in the turbulence. It was a horrible dream because like, there was a lot of you know, writhing and horrible souls reaching out for help, you know. But there were all these bridges and paths and a lot of ease when you took mm-hmm. this different perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to me that, like, you're, the pers- the perspective you take on something allows you to see all the possibilities.
2: Well, That's it's interesting of, to think it? about... Yeah, it's it's interesting to think about that in real life. How easy it is for people to miss those exit points or support of the resources that can make it easier instead of
1: continuing yeah, and, to engage and the struggle. I think Esther Hicks even says, "You know, the how is not our thing. Mm-hmm. You just got to yeah. figure out what you want. Rest up, to other people. Take some so. ease in that. Sit up on the branch." <laughs> <laughs>
2: goes back to Kelly's big picture perspective tip, too. Yeah. Skill. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, yeah. I so... have one. Oh, I good. I have one
7: here. more. This is Lori. Oh, okay. Good.
2: Lori's here. Yay.
7: Hi. I'm guest 14.
2: <laughs> oh, glad you could make it, guest 14. I like. I was, Thank I was, you. I was enjoying your comments. Yeah.
7: <laughs> um, so this reminds me of a book I'm rereading right now by an old friend of mine who's on the other side now, but his book is called The Subtle Templates of God. And his second book is something about fourth dimension stuff. I don't know. But anyway, he was a dowser. And um, he, he talks a lot in this book about how he would use a map to do remote distance dowsing. Hmm. And so he would, like, uh, either have an actual map or he would um, kind of sketch out a map on the ground or his living room or whatever in his mind. And then he would assign a number of steps. So he might be looking for water, for to for drilling for a well, or he might be looking for something completely different. But he found that he could... Um, you know, just say, okay, it's going to be, each step is going to be a mile. And then he would use his dousing rods and douse the location of whatever it was you were seeking. Um, and and so when I think about maps right now, that's what I'm thinking of. And I think mm. that it's pretty interesting that um, that we can create these thought maps too.
2: Oh, I really like that, Lori. Um, Lori? Lori? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but how cool would it be if you shared with everyone a little bit about yourself because this is your first masters call, right?
7: Yes, it is.
2: Welcome <laughs> to the party. Thank you for joining us. And thank if, you. If if it if I, Look, I'm just going to say <laughs> that many masters members have told me one of their favorite one of their main reasons and favorite reasons for being in the circle is connecting with other people who are committed to engaging their powers to create their reality. And I have done a lame job of connecting you all. I Some of you don't even know, Lori. you probably don't even know this. On the call-in sheet, there is a sheet, too, on that Google document, where if you click on the next tab, there's contact information for other fellow masters who have said, hey, I'm happy for everyone, because some people, they want to be anonymous and private, but most of you are all, yeah, let's make friends and have shared about themselves but i i always feel a little um like i still blind copy everyone on emails because i don't know for sure that everyone wants their email address distributed to the entire group but if you're willing to say a little bit about yourself i think that's a great opportunity for others to get to know you and for you to get to know others who are already here so thank you let's hear a little bit about you Lori.
7: (laughs) okay um,
2: so, um,
7: my, uh, login at GVU, I haven't been on very much lately, but it's Lori loves nature. So if you see that, that's me. And, um, I live in Portland, Oregon, and I've been here a long time. And, um, I play a little bit of piano. Um, what else? I just started a new company yesterday. Um, and it's in my so,
2: oh, yeah. so nonchalantly. Oh, uh, yesterday I started a new company.
7: <laughs>
2: and I'm Congratulations. In
7: real Thank you. Right and I've been in real estate for 30 years. It'll be 30 years this March. And, um, so, and in real estate, things change really fast when you have to change companies. And so I wasn't planning this. I was pretty content where I was, but then the company merged with a big national national franchise. Suddenly, last Monday, we were told and had a couple of days really to figure it out, and then they gave us a week in the end. So um, I spent the weekend kind of obsessing about um, possible names, and then in the end, I have gone with my own name as the name of the company, Lori Son and Seld Realty.
2: Yay! Congrats. <laughs> what? I'm just so happy you found your name and I like that it. it's yours. I'm yes. And you.
7: some of the names that were suggested in the contest that I had um uh are things that are going to end up going into the vir- the visuals for the company, the images yeah. and I need I need someone to help me um sketch out something that I am thinking. Um but um th- probably some sort of line drawing. And um, what else? I I have two cats, and I had a big, sweet dog until recently who's on the other side now. And um, what else? I have big trees out in front of my house. I have a partner. His name is Nick, and he's a drummer, and he has a nine-piece salsa and Latin jazz band that I adore. And we've only been together a few years, and uh, even though it's later in life for both of us. So it's one of those wonderful stories and we just keep getting better. I'm so grateful. Right wow. And um yeah. That's a pretty well, cool um, map you
2: just described. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it is. That's where I am right in this moment. And I'm mostly very excited. This was one last thing about the new company. Uh until at first I was like, I don't know, and I interviewed at a few little ones, little companies that were sweet. But um and then I decided, well, I just need some more time to make this decision, so I'm just going to hang my own license and be under my own license. I've done it once before. It's not hard, and it will give me more time. But as soon as I made the decision, I got all excited about having my own company again. And <laughs> I've mostly sustained that excitement. Today it's back over the weekend when I was worrying about names <laughs> too much <laughs> and getting it right Um it uh, I by by yesterday I was pretty down in a hole, but I'm not there now. And, you moved um, back. Yeah. You moved yeah. Back. yeah. <laughs> so right it's on. a good good time, and um, yeah, I'm feeling really excited and grateful. Wow. Well, I'm like waiting, a fun... and waiting. I'm I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see what shows up now because I've opened this big door. So. Nice.
2: Uh... <laughs> It feels like an auspicious time to be playing with you. So thanks for being yeah. here and making time for the group call.
7: Thank you. And thanks for asking me to talk.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wish I did a better job at connecting you all with each other because I think that that's where a lot of our magic comes from. It's from this kind of sharing. I, I, it wouldn't be nearly as cool if it was an entire hour of me talking. It's not nearly as good as when you each share what, what you've got, that's when when those gifts are passed around, we're all better off for it. So I real—I cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate that, that you are willing to do that, to dial in live, not just listen to a recording, but to um, speak up and share your thoughts and experiences. It means a lot to me and others as well. So with that, does anyone else have anything that feels like it wants to go on this recording? You may notice. I wouldn't be surprised if this happens for me as well, because I've been. This idea has been percolating for a while. I keep. I kept waiting for more to come on it. I had an open page of notes for it, and I didn't get a whole bunch. But maybe after this, if anything comes to you or if anything comes to me, I'll start a thread for us in our master's forum where additional thoughts can be shared. But but really, overall, the message that I'd be interested. I think the message was, and you may be getting a totally different message, always listen to your own self of anyone else, but that um, it's time for us really to embrace ourselves in a bigger way, to really let loose what we're capable of. And I don't think that's just be- – I mean, we've always been capable of more. I think that's true for most of us. But especially now, especially here it feels like it's time in a way that it hasn't been before. So thanks for entertaining on this and for joining us in our live discussion tonight. I'm going to wish you all the rest of a fabulous night and um, look forward to, I know some of you are on the calendar for our next call-in day next week, but if anyone has any suggestions for what you'd like to see differently in our circle next year, I'm starting to make plans for us right now. So if you've got any thoughts or tips or requests, please pass them along now because this group is for you. So however I can make it more beneficial, more valuable for you, that's what I want to do. All right. Send a big love your way, everyone. We'll talk soon.
4: Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank
3: you.